We have Liz Fickinshire, industry liaison at Ecom Engine. Thank you so much for joining, Liz. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. Um, Ecom Engine makes software for Amazon sellers, including Feedback 5, a reputation management tool, uh, Restock Pro, which is a tool to help manage FBA inventory, Market Scout, a product research tool, and Smart Price, an algorithmic repriser. Feedback 5 was, uh, has been in the Amazon seller space for the past decade. And in this time, really taking the time to understand the importance of product reviews and seller feedback and its effect on seller's health and reputation. So we'll be taking a deep dive into the importance of monitoring seller feedback and product reviews. Um, so let's uh, dive straight into the questions. Um, so let's to start with, uh, for those who don't know what the difference, uh, what is the difference between uh, seller feedback and customer review, what would you say uh, it is and what is the importance of it? So a customer review, also called a product review, is entirely about the product, what the buyer thinks of it, whether or not it works the way it's described, it, while seller feedback is an evaluation of what it was like to buy from that seller. So the different kind of buckets pertaining to seller feedback are the overall star rating, one through five, five being the best. Did the item arrive on time? And obviously if you're selling FBA, that part is Amazon's responsibility. But if you're fulfilling your own orders, which a lot of people have been doing lately because of what's been going on, it's your responsibility to make sure that the product gets to the buyer in time. Um, <clears throat> another is the item is as described, so it's a, another good reason to make sure your listing is 100% accurate and prompt and courteous service. So if the buyer had a reason to contact you, were, was it a good experience for them? Um, most of the time, especially with FBA, the, the buyer has no reason to contact the seller, but um, that is one of the, the criteria of feedback. So um, once a buyer leaves a rating for seller feedback, they can leave comments as well. Nowadays, they don't have to. You can just leave a star rating for either a product review or seller feedback without leaving comments, but the comments are obviously helpful to other buyers on the Amazon Marketplace so that they can properly evaluate uh, their buying decisions. Got it, got it. In terms of seller feedback, if we dive deeper into the question of whether an item arrived on time, are there situations where a seller can get a bad rating for this, even if they are selling FBA? Oh, absolutely. When COVID-19 reared its ugly head, shipping was delayed, especially on non-essential items. Um, and there was a whole period of time where non-essential items just weren't in the picture at all on the Amazon marketplace. And even though Amazon tried very hard to under-promise and over-deliver in terms of shipping time, there are so many buyers who are used to free one day and two day prime shipping. So even though Amazon accurately predicted the delivery times, we saw a lot of sellers get negative feedback on orders because that one to two day shipping time was not possible with everything that was going on in the world. And additionally, while restrictions were in place at FBA warehouses, lots of sellers pivoted to merchant fulfilled um, and they were responsible for achieving on-time delivery with carriers that were overwhelmed and understaffed. So many sellers saw a drop in their seller feedback during that time. and. Uh, Actually, I just read a study from Marketplace Pulse that said that there was a 170% increase in negative, just negative feedback in general on the Amazon experience between May 2019 and May 2020, with the sharpest rise in the last 30 days. So like pretty much all of May 2020. So there was definitely 
because of what was going on in the world and because of what was going on at Amazon, there was definitely um, th definitely an impact on sellers. And Amazon did sort of suspend the, so your feedback, when we're gonna talk about this in a second, but feedback does roll into your order defect rate. And Amazon was aware of the fact that there was a lot going on in the world and that sellers really couldn't be blamed for a drop in their metrics. So ODR dings were suspended. Now it's back up. If you get bad feedback, it's gonna affect your order defect rate. Um, they suspended dings that you could get to your inventory performance index because staying in stock and sell through rate were more difficult because of what was going on in the world. So Amazon did give everybody a break from getting penalized for metrics, but it, it's all back on. So it's important to pay attention to this stuff. Wow. I mean, it's, it's quite tricky. So what are the consequences of drop in seller feedback? Well, so negative feedback, your negative feedback rate is a metric that Amazon uses to measure a seller's overall performance. So that rolls up into the ODR or order defect rate. Um, so the negative si signals that in indicate a defective order. So that's what the, the order defect rate is about, um, are negative feedback. So Amazon calculates the number of negative seller feedbacks that a seller has received in relation to the total number of orders in a given time period to calculate a seller's negative feedback rate. So if you've got a really high order rate and a really low negative feedback rate, you're probably fine. But obviously if your orders have dropped off because of the nature of your products or whatever, you need, really need to pay attention to your negative feedback because it can, it can hurt you. Um, another thing that's part of your order defect rate is the A to Z guarantee claims. All claims, even if they've been resolved or still in process, roll up into that metric. So got to pay attention to that and then if a buyer disputes a credit card charge a chargeback that's also part of ODR and so if the rating drops too low selling privileges can revoke it can be revoked so you can get suspended if your order defect rate drops too low wow yeah for sure um so at what percent ODR can seller find themselves in trouble it's a really narrow little margin. Um, all sellers should probably strive for 0% ODR. Amazon's policy is that sellers maintain an ODR under 1%, any more than 1%, and Amazon says it may result in account deactivation. So it's important to monitor your seller feedback. It's important to pay attention to A to Z, A to Z guaranteed claims. It's important to, to be aware of chargebacks in any kind of situation where a buyer might have reported a defect in the order that they that they placed on the Amazon marketplace. So now let's talk about product reviews. We all know there are they are pretty important. Are there any seller health downsides to receiving negative reviews? <clears throat> there is no Amazon metric involved in, I mean, not in terms of your seller health. I, I think that negative reviews are extremely damaging. They decrease trust in your brand and in your products and they negatively, negatively impact your on Amazon SEO and negative reviews are near impossible to remove where negative feedback is possible to resolve and, and get that removed. 
um, but they don't materially impact your seller performance metrics per se. Um, many brand registered sellers might be limited as to their advertising options if they get too many negative reviews. And ultimately, if uh, NACing gets too many negative reviews, Amazon's gonna be like, huh? And, uh, and maybe get you to, to remove that product. But in terms of your seller health metrics, um, reviews are not about you as a seller, they're about your products. So that gets into a whole different situation, but um, it's best to avoid negative reviews too, obviously. Got it. But it's still important to monitor reviews as well as feedback, right? Oh, absolutely. So in terms of your seller health, it's it's very helpful to monitor your seller feedback. That's something that I, I see a lot of even high volume sellers sort of forget about. They forget about their seller feedback. So having a tool like Feedback 5 that lets you monitor your feedback and get alerts when you get negative feedback is super helpful in terms of your seller health. But your reviews are sort of like your lifeblood on the Amazon marketplace. So um, and you can learn so much from them, right? So if there's something wrong with one of your products, if there's an improvement you can make, if there's a way you can bundle items to, to be more helpful, um, you can monitor reviews to, to pick out keywords that you can use to improve your listing. You can learn from reviews if your listing isn't accurate and you need to change or optimize your listing. Um, and you can also monitor reviews to, to detect fraudulent sellers. I, I just recently got a t-shirt for my birthday from my husband and he'd read a bunch of reviews on Amazon that they'd gotten a fake version of this t-shirt that I should have worn it today. It's got a cat attacking a pirate ship. It's awesome. But apparently somebody ripped off this t-shirt and was selling on the same ASIN um, fraudulent versions of the cat attacking the pirate ship t-shirt. Um, and in the seller can use these reviews to kind of detect these bad actors and um, in any kind of counterfeiter. So I think that for all those reasons, monitoring reviews is really crucial to every seller, especially if you're, you're, you own your ASIN and you're not sharing the ASIN. But even if you're selling a shared ASIN, I think it's important to, to keep up with reviews, especially for the counterfeit reason, if you're not commingling your inventory at FBA and you're seeing reviews that indicate that this is not the product that you're selling, that's something that you need to do something about. Um, and it's, it's up to all of us to keep the Amazon marketplace free of bad actors and customer reviews should ideally help the marketplace by offering helpful information and honest opinions on the products purchased there. That's the point of product reviews. That's why they're so sacrosanct to Amazon and why Amazon has gone to so many lengths to make sure that product reviews are honest and on the up and up and that's why they got rid of incentivized reviews in 2016 called ReviewGate but there's been so much controversy and discussion around customer reviews or product reviews on Amazon because you can't pick an item up and, and, and touch it and smell it and see what color it is in person before you buy it. It's an online marketplace and so those customer reviews are there to substitute the experience you have buying something in a store. So if those customer reviews are manipulated or fake in any way, if they're uh, not about the item that you're actually buying, if somebody was paid to put them there, then they're not doing the job that they're there to do. And that's why Amazon is so 
insistent that the review space is, is clean and honest. And I think it still has a long way to go, but I think that Amazon's intention is, is pure. And I think that we, we can all do our part to keep, to keep that space, you know, as, as on the up and up as possible. I absolutely agree with you and I do think that as I said um, it is quite important for um, uh, these I mean there is a place for reviews and seller feedback as well because they really help us as customers as well to understand the quality of the products and um, you know uh, the quality of uh, customer service and everything uh, it, it just it's really up to the sellers to make sure that you know they they provide quality service and they at times like COVID you can't really help you can't really exert too much control um, that's really unfortunate. I hope Amazon will um, you know come up with some sort of remedy for that. Um, but yeah, it was uh, quite an interesting session, Liz. I think we are at the end of the session. Um, do you want to tell our customers anything about um, uh, your product? Any last advice for them? I absolutely think it's very important for every seller on the Amazon Marketplace to monitor reviews and feedback. You can do that manually. Obviously, Seller Central has lots of options for you. You can dive into Seller Central every day, but if you want to use a tool like Feedback 5 to send you alerts when you get negative feedback or negative product reviews, um, contact me, Liz, at ecomengine.com. I'll give you an extended free trial. I'll walk you through how the tool works, but it's just important not only for your product and the health of the marketplace but for your seller health to, to keep up with your seller reputation so however you choose to do that godspeed but definitely uh if you if you want some help let me know great great uh i think it was a fantastic session i learned so much and uh, it was a pleasure having you here again thank you so much liz for your time and sharing your experience and knowledge with all of us Thank you so much. All right. Um, so thank you so much for watching this video. Do give us a thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and click on the bell icon because we'll be getting more and more interesting and um, uh, industry experts on our show very soon. So I will see you again soon with another interesting speaker. Until then, take care and happy selling.